On today's job board, we have beer, women's U.S. Open, Memorial Cup, unidentified flying objects, fun fact, Twitter questions, golf, pickles, sports, Mick Foley, and of course, course happenings. The views and opinions presented in this episode of From the Jingle Weeds podcast are strictly those of Matt and Dan and do not reflect those of their respective clubs. The content of this podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. And now, let's tee off. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. 54? 54. Brian Erlacher. Hey, say who? Brian Erlacher. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure thing. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 54 from the Jingweeds. Once again, I want to thank everybody for listening. And uh, let's check in right away. Dan, 54. Who's that? Brian Erlacher. Teddy Bruski. <laughs> speaking Dante of Hightower. Speaking of Bruskies. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of brewskis, <laughs> yeah, let's go right off into that thing. Yeah. We're just having a couple sippers here. These uh, one I have reviewed before. Uh, we did it. It's uh, the Whisper Scream Nordic IPA from uh, Drecker Brewing Company. And sorry, last time we did this one, chuck out the name Drecker. And in comes fucking Dan. I'm sorry, Dave, my old work wife from up in Fargo. <laughs> Drecker? That's Fargo. So, <laughs> Dave, next time you walk down in old downtown Fargo, make sure they know that we're pumping the wheels off of this thing. How about something that's under 8%? Uh, so I wheeled over to the place to get some Drekkers, too, because I like those from the last time. It's all double IPA, double IPA. <laughs> Dude, it's yeah. 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, so uh, another one from Drecker. Uh, the beers that uh, Cactus and Pine bought us and Gabe had dropped off to me, I... I, uh, I guess mistakenly opened up the fridge the other day and grabbed the Royal, the Royal B honey cream, double IPA. Um, it was really good, but a little strong and a little sweet for my liking. Well, it's got honey and it's very boozy. It's got 8%. a badass logo on it. That B is pretty cool. Uh, Drecker cool. has... At that packy that we go to over there on 7th Street and Union Hills, uh, right now they've got a wall and a little sale on this Drecker stuff. Uh, staring at the wall is like taking an, a pile of mushrooms back in college and staring at artwork. It's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. It is. These things are intense. They're, we've talked about where the beer can art go. Like, what is this? I mean, that's only for a beer can. I mean, look at and the difference one. between that one and the one I bought. Just the one with the little oranges, decadent, white and orange, simple, and then you got the well, Royal B. It's That's called the, the little gushy. It's a little good. It's a little gushy. It was <laughs> delicious, gushy. actually. Big you can't fan. go very strong and crazy when the name of your beer is called Little Gushy. I think it's a six two. Very good. I would give that a birdie beer. It's very a birdie tasty. beer. Yeah. What kind is it? Is that that pale ale? <clears throat> That's an IPA oh. from Decadent Ale. Indian pale ale with orange puree. Fancy. Nice. 6.2%. Very nice. A little taster. I saw it on the way out, so I snagged that bad boy. Is it a? Uh, is it as nasty as the no, it's not a namaste fribble? Dude, I think oh, the Drecker has some of those smoothie ones. Really? I think everybody's I think that's going coming that in. direction, and it's gross. I, um, I disagree, man. This is the one time we're going to disagree. Well, well, I mean, 
I disagree. I think in the right setting, and like I said, if we were going to have it for breakfast, like if you're about going out to play 18 on a guy's trip. Would you put it on ice and in the Yeti and get that thing as cold not. as you possibly could? I would not. Or would it stick to the ice cubes? I don't think that's probably slime. just covers them. Then you suck on those bad boys for a little bit. <laughs> I honestly think, dude, it's just like a orange. If that's not the title juice. of this episode, you just suck on those bad boys a little bit. I'll be shocked. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's. I wonder if anybody's I, picked up on Andy's secret. What, the names? Yeah, the names. Yeah, I'm sure. I know. I wish we could. Yeah, I'm. That's it. Sorry, Andy. That's your secret. You can cut that out. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, we've got a couple more. So I think throughout the episode we can, I'm, I'm going to, I yeah. just cracked open a different one. You got, you got, we got some more in there to crack open. They are nice here on this, uh, warm ass day. We're finally, yep. uh, consistently in the hundred degrees. It was 82 on my way to work this morning at four. Cruising we got down a little cloud cover for a little bit. It was nice. Yeah, it's still kind of nice, at least at our golf courses, yeah. which are just over the other side of the McDowell's, um, I don't know. There's no rain in the forecast. I know there were spotty showers up in spots the other day up north, but I'm trying to be optimistic that we're going to stay a little bit cooler, and the forecast seems to be a little bit cooler. We're going to get 106, 107 tomorrow. So that fucking pigeon from Barstool Riggs, um, <laughs> stop telling the world like you're standing on Mars. There's a yeah. lot of, there's fucking, what, six million people that live here or some shit like that? It's, it's hot. Yeah, it's hot. No like, shit. But well, not, uh, not really. You can see why people are coming here, though. It was like 97 degrees that day. Right. I, don't, I mean, maybe, I don't know, maybe he was playing downtown Phoenix on the airstrip, like at Sky Harbor. Right. It might have been a little hotter. That's Yeah. When the 101 posted, at 4 like, in the morning was radiant heat of 82 degrees. When he posted, I was like, it's not hot in Phoenix yet. My I mean, is it warm? Absolutely. It's not even... I've, barely, I've gotten my pool one time, and the water's still that cold. Like, it's not that hot. Last year was fucking Yeah, last hot. year we already had three days to this point that were over 110 degrees. And I think now we've had five days, total over 100. Yeah, it hasn't. So it's been, we've been pretty fortunate in a sense. The, yeah, growing Bermuda grass kind of yeah. blows, or at least the thought process of growing Bermuda, right. Bermuda grass. What we all learned is that this is too cold for it. Um, I'm again, still pretty happy with my place. Yep. Uh, I think that last three ounces that I sprayed prior to last week is finally caught up, you know, so I'm two weeks of spraying that last, I guess, four ounces of manuscript, um, bang more holes. I solid tie in the greens and top dressed them kind of went heavy this time on the top dresser, about 50 tons ended up going over two and a half acres. Uh, and then, Oh, I also started the approaches. That's where a lot of this stuff, the yeah. extra started going. But still, I put down a pretty good amount and uh, was putting around a couple of them today after watching people play and going, well, those are rolling really, really good right now. And went out there and there really wasn't much sand. Of course, I, I do the trick of lower the heights yeah. the day before and then raise it back up 20. So I'm mowing them at one. Today was at 125, pretty heavily top dressed. I mowed them at you 110. Pulled course. No, not no, yet. just solid times. I do that the uh, day after Father's Day. Okay, so we pulled cores the week of the 14th, and I'm still not healed. The really? fifth dwarf is just so slow, which is fine. The golf course is closed for five weeks, but mm. 
If I was on 18 but holes, at some point you're going to have like, to open, and you think in you'll be open in three weeks or two weeks? Two weeks. We open back up on 21st. Yeah. How do you think you'll be in two weeks? <sighs> be surprised if it's fully healed. It's you're going to try and top dress them again before I that will. dust them again. Them out. Yeah. Well, we went pretty decently heavy on it. Some because we had a lot of one. We had a lot of triv left over, so I thought maybe the sand might smoke some of that. Well. For whatever reason, whenever golf course gets airified first, the triv comes back. Like, I just fertilized it. Like, I mean, I was like, where the fuck's all of our meat? Right. It just flushes up. Like, it just comes out of that stream. And the, I mean, the warmer temps, it's growing, yeah. but it's like, fuck. Yeah, that's so. um, that sucks. Because given that much time, I just, my question or reason of asking, are you worried about it is, how do you feel the members are going to be like? Do they give you shit or do you not really care? Because I'm saying give you shit is like, hey, we gave you a couple weeks to close. Yeah, What's the I deal mean, here? Are all, you that worried? Matter. No, it does. Last year I had the best transition I've ever had and there was still complaints. So I, yeah. it doesn't matter. The members have short term memories. After five years, it's just like uh, it's already expected. Is, does it make it any easier when they're in your ear? No, no. But I know what it's going to look like when we get if and when we get rain or the humidity kicks up. We're in a good spot. Even the areas that are thin, it's not like we got to saw this because that's no Bermuda. It's there's plants in there yeah. that are just waiting for a little humidity. Right, to take and off. you see obviously less and less areas every year you've been there for sod. Oh, for sure. You know, so oh, there's yeah obviously the goal. I mean, I've graphed in, that out every, over every year how we decrease the amount of sod we're putting out. Yeah. I wish I was. I almost wish I was forced to do that because then I'd have some cool graphs or some cool notes to go back on. Yeah. You know, I'm not really. It's up to me to really do right. it, and I just know. I mean, you can look the at basics of it all. I don't sod shit at all. You know, I mean, it's really it was a budgetary reason when I first started, yeah. and now it's kind of like that ego thing. I throw my plugs everywhere. Uh, you know. We're peeling a bunch of teas right now, and right. it was like okay, sixteen was really the only stand of grass at all. You go up there and it's like, no, you can't replace any. This thing was a too small of a tee on a par three forever. So there's shit is infested it and all that stuff. So I look around at some of the other ones. It's like, no, half the reason why we're getting rid of that tee this year or we're replacing it is because it's dog shit. Yeah. Um, but we'll, when you around the teeth? bunkers, some areas I might be able to do, but I don't, not to go throw out onesies and twosies yeah. pieces of sod because it's not... In the middle of the fairways or the approaches that I'd be doing, it's more or less like along the edge of number two where I have the asphalt cart path and it's all chewed apart. So it's kind of just dirt on that side. I always feel like it's a good idea. Like, oh, you got a good stand of grass. We're going to do a turf removal or whatever. So we'll cut it and move it. It's just not. It falls apart. Yeah. The, the extra labor sometimes is like, At the end is of the it day, worth it? Right. Just haul the shit off. I'll buy it for an extra 10. It, and if that area is progressively wash. also getting smaller right. right now from all my years of doing this, all right, uh, I was at eight feet off of number two was yeah. just dirt when I first got there. Now we're down to like a foot and a half. Yeah. So. Right. I if it's a small area, I get it. But it, like the, I just, the labor involved of picking it up and transporting it, yeah. it falling apart versus buying it and having that labor allocated to actual products on the golf course, especially if you have a small crew. And maybe it's probably a wash in the end, I think. Yeah. Uh, we do have one area. We're going to, um, with having Gary out here on this project, uh, things are changing progressively nice. 
uh, you know, here's our idea. He comes out there. Yeah, let's do it this way. And then just having him come back at that visit and just looking at things like 17, that bunker got almost twice the size bigger this week. And we dropped the front edge. So when you stand in that lower area in the fairway and you're looking up to a elevated green and the bunker's right in front of it, we dropped the front of that bunker. So now you can see a little bit more of the strip of yeah. the uh, backside of the bunker. And it helps play with that depth perception a little. Also is the floor of it got twice the size. Which is clutch. Yeah, which is huge because it was kind of like a really had high a flash face. Oh, it's all going to be, yeah. Well, used to. Right, used to. But even when we had turned it the two into one, being the way we shaped it to begin with, the floor of it was only maybe four feet wide yeah. in the middle of it. Um, and that just, the high flash face that we had, it was just like a lot of our clientele can't. Even us, we've got to have a tough time. It's like we can't get straight up, straight down like yeah. that. So obviously making the floor a little bit bigger, give you a little bit more room. You know, hopefully the ball stops yeah. and you got three or four feet. Before you, you, you almost had a mine shaft bunker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We had one there. When, uh, when I first got there, we're the second or the furthest up the fairway or up past the green. Uh -huh. The second one was, that was 17 feet deep. Seriously? Yep. With probably a four foot in diameter circle of, of sand. And the rest of it was all grass. <laughs> and, uh, what are we doing? Yeah, it was unreal. And then I turned it into those other two. Well, no, that one was there, and there was another one on the front left hand, right hand side of the green. So I got rid of that and put the two in, and now we're just turning it into one big one. Yeah, which is so much nicer. And then we went out and shaped out eighteen um, bunker on the side of that hill. That's gonna come way down the hill. Some, really? Uh, probably another. It's probably going to cut depth three feet in depth. Um, and then obviously that it'll be a much bigger flash face, but you'll be able to see it from down the bottom. Right. I mean, you got to be a good 70 yards from the hill to actually see it, but you have to be down the bottom and up the other side, you know, to really see that. Yeah. Oh, that's where the bunker sits and then play it a million times. So that's going to just be a lot more aesthetically pleasing in the 14, uh, this is the first one we're going to move. I had a conversation with one of the uh, gals in the shop and told her that I'll bet a dollar this isn't the first one we move. 14, right side. We're going to pull back down the fairway. I'm trying to think. 14's a big, par five, uphill. Yeah. You know, from the bottom up, and there's two bunkers each okay, side yeah, of the yeah. green. That right side one's probably going to come 20 yards away from the green out in front. So when you're standing, again, on the bottom at the corner, right. your eyes will look like the top of that bunker is in line with the green. So now you think that thing's right there. Right. But in reality, you got 20 yards to carry this thing into an area that I hope I mow low. To let it feed so it'll be in all a big approach to the right side of the green yeah, where that bunker cool. was. And we'll keep a little depression but enough that we can mow through it with like an approach mower or the fairway mower can go up there and mow. So it'll be all low cut yeah. up in that area. So that changes the whole green complex in the way you play that hole, but enough, it'll be moved over to the right enough, you know, almost on the same parallel as where it sits now that the people that play that bump and run up the hill can still, they still have that lane to cut through okay. there. Yeah, yeah. And then the other bunker is just going to get kind of, backside of it lowered pulled down a little so you see it more into the hill rather than you propping the bump 
bunker up the way they are. Yeah. They're almost propped up to see him rather than pulled and put into the right spots. But th- everything's going along good. 16 is unbelievable. Um, totally. It's much bigger and more grand than I expected. Uh, I had this vision of some retaining walls here and there. Now there's one retaining wall is gone uh, because we lowered the T. The green one is lowered three feet. So feeding from that one down to the car path, that's where we were going to put the car, the uh, retaining wall. We're actually retaining the blue T from falling onto the green T behind it. Yeah, right. And the same thing with the blue one, which I envisioned, would retain the orange one from coming back. I did not expect the wall to be for the orange tee when i stand not on the car path but on the gravel right next to the wall the wall's taller than me yeah holding back this entire tee complex uh so it's it's pretty badass when you drive by on the road it's a totally different thing i put it up on our twitter you know a before and after and it's done so well i already forget what it used to look like Really? Uh, yeah, I think that is to just lose those palm trees. I think just opens up that entire view. Correct. I think then we got rid of the right side of the late the forward tee. I almost said it. Uh, got rid of that, and you stand on the back tee, and you can see the whole green, and then some of the approach. Whereas before, you could only see the pin. I mean, you could see the flag if it was in the middle. You did have a t- you couldn't see the flag from the orange tee if the pin was in the front of the green. On a 147-yard par three. It's funny. Now that it's changed, and there's a lot of people that are saying, how did this, how was this ever like this before? You know? Well, I'm thinking about it. You almost said ladies' tea. And I don't know, have you seen this dude on Twitter, that Spanish dude, I think? He's doing those tips for Manolo or whatever. Have you seen that? He's kind of blowing up. He's pretty funny. Yeah. have you seen it? No. I think Instagram. you talked about it the same dude last week that you talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's kind of blowing up. He's on a lot of like the golfers do things, right. Zyre Golf, all these Instagram things. He's pretty funny. It's one of those things that will run its course like Larry the Cable Guy's fart jokes. Like we're funny <laughs> and then it'll be eventually yeah. not. But for now, it's fine. Anyway, he did a he did this thing about the the tee boxes. And he was like, if if you basically this is what tees you should be playing. Mm-hmm. Back tees He's like, this is for the pros and pros only. Next tee up, these are for the dudes that are, like, really good at golf. Next tee up is, like, 94% of the golfers should be playing from this tee. Mm-hmm. And then it's a comedy thing, too, so he's funny. But anyway, so if anybody a- didn't listen to episode 53 and hear that exact same story, Dan just ran it by. No, let's keep I'm, – I'm not done yet. Oh, okay. So he goes up to the ladies' tee, and uh, he's like, this is for the ladies, blah, blah, blah. Well – the next video was with a girl and he talks about those tees being the forward tees and, you know, instead yeah. of I, it basically like he shouldn't, I feel like it was a video saying like, I shouldn't have called those ladies tee. This is what the tees are. The forward tees. Mm-hmm. And this is where if, if you're older, whatever, you just play these tees. Yeah. And I think it was kind of like a correction. Right. Like he listened to the episode with all of that is, uh, the forward tee on 16 there. I've heard comments of, Hey, you know what? It's a tee I forced. I'm forced to play. Yeah. Still get the same score or even worse. Right. Because you know, that's a weird 93 yard, mm-hmm. 90 yard chip shot. Like, what do you hit? In the hack attack, I hit a nine iron, like three quarter swing on the green, I don't know, 16 feet away or so. I think, you know, I think it's a be good. One, I think it's extremely important for every superintendent to play their golf course. I know you agree. I yeah. know. 
the guys that don't play their golf course is insane to me because how do you know how your golf course is playing right. if you don't play it yourself? Yeah. How do you, you know the greens bitch, You want to listen to the members or the guests right. bitch about the playing conditions, yet you're not playing it? How do you know if it's too wet or too they dry? Right. Like, how do you know? You know what I mean? Oh, where was I going with that? Hold on. You might have to pause it, Andy. Where was I going with that? I don't know, but let's see if you catch back up. So there is one thing with this whole new renovation that I'll kind of start talking. You got it? Go yeah. with it. Go. Go oh, now. So how do you know it's playing? I also think you should play every tee. Yes. Which I, I don't, don't do that. I'm enough. guilty. I'm not. I don't I've never played the forward tees at my place. Really? I played with Leah and her dad yeah. one year. And why not? And it was fun as shit. I probably played worse because now it's like, ooh, I yeah. can hit this driver on or whatever. It's right. Like, no. You're probably scoring close yeah. to the same. I mean you, your no, score's obviously worse. lower if it's seventy two hundred. Worse. I was putting it in places. Now I have yeah. what my mother calls the half of nothing. She hates that, you know. 58 degree from like 40 yards right you know rather hit a something you're comfortable with you know i have this a gap thing it's like a 50 degree whatever 105 yards full swing it's very comfortable 68 yards with shit yep a little halfy with this guy again or you know 54 which i don't like it 58 i fucking stink yeah or the 62 that your assistant rob has in his bag (laughs) that might be more rare than i believe i have that might be more rare than my crew who sorry miguel you do have the greatest time on the golf course but you stink you have a 64 degree wedge that's more rare than a one iron i've never seen that 64 the only i told him the only 30 yards like full Javier swing. pulls it out one day. He's like, look at this thing. I was like, you have a 64 degree. Yeah. I was like, Is it like flat on the turf. Learn how to hit the seven iron. Yeah. Before you think you're going to do that. Now he's got that in his bag, but putts from like 70 yards out. And is that's the best part of his game. Yeah. Hands down. He rolls it up pretty damn close from 20, 30 yards off the green. And it's like, how the fuck? Never gets but, himself in trouble well, and that blades point, it off the backside of the fucking green like you the other day at Camelback. Oh, thanks a lot. We'll get to that. But, I mean, to that point of playing the forward tees, like the in a couple of weeks we're going to do some renovation areas where we struggle to go ryegrass all the time. It doesn't right. matter. Whatever's going on, we're going to dig those up and re, you know, redo the, the soil, try to improve whatever's there that's preventing it from growing. Uh, one of the areas is on fifteen. And it's one that's just an eyesore to me. And some of the members are like, why that one? Like, we're never there. And the ladies mm-hmm. are like, we're there all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's a big one for us, yep. which I've played that whole a thousand times. And I've never been in that area. But I know just to me, it needs to be improved because it's yep. there. The ladies apparently hit from it all the time. And they're all on board to fix that. Yeah. Uh, I have six. I'm sorry. Five in my five. Four. Five is going away. So it's a better, it's a, a better tee box. And I think they were a little too forward on five. So that's going to go away. They're going to play the front of the greens or it's going to be actually the yellows now because the greens are going back to where the blues oh, yeah, were. Yeah. The blues are going back to where the orange that's gonna is. Be awesome. and the orange is an un, kind of undocked about project. Uh, that That's going to add a whole nother element to that. Because the problem, I remember when I first started there with uh, my owner, he was always saying that the front side is too boring. And I thought, no way. There's two holes that, sorry, three holes. Five is kind of eh. 
Uh, it's got the weird wash running down yeah, the middle. Right. It's got character. I'm not saying that. Uh, but just playing it, it should be parred every single time you play it, if not birdied, right? Six, same thing. Should be. Seven is, I don't know, it's just different over there. So he always thought that thing was boring. I think just changing five alone uh, all together now makes that a legit it almost makes it a tough par four now from a very easy. I wish it would have gone back there because when we played last time, I went back to those both those 17 and 18. Yeah. I was like, this is completely different hole yeah. than I've seen. Well, last time and we were there, it was just a, a pile of dirt on five. Now yeah. all the wall is done. So yeah. now it's like a five, four foot wall from the street. When you stand on it, it's weird. You, you have this sense of because there were no we had to take out all the oleanders, all the palm trees that were back there yeah. guarding it. So you're standing in King Street, the yeah. road, you know, that's the feeling is right on the road. And I think we should keep it open like that. You know, obviously we're going to put a fence there and then we also have to fence in our wells because our wells are there. Now that we got the tee back there, it's kind of an eyesore looking yeah, right there. Right. But if we put nice fencing around it, now it helps beautify that. Uh, but six is getting redone for the ladies. Seven is getting redone for the ladies. Uh, nine is getting redone for the ladies. For the forward tees. Correct. But no, what you just talked about, all the ladies love it. Oh, so yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. In, when I when they did it in 2015 and redid 100, well, no, 40,000 square feet of tees, it was all the back tees. None of the ladies got touched. Right. Uh, so they were kind of that same feeling as what the heck? Now we're going through and redoing those. And then we're going to balance from there. You know, as far as what needs to be done gets done. What doesn't need to be get done? Ain't getting touched. It's about time we start accommodating the ladies. Yeah, they're, uh, I mean, look at what's going on right now. And, you know, they're playing the Women's U.S. Openers out at uh, Olympic Club in San Fran. I heard word that they were going to be happy with, like, four over to win this thing. There's a couple of them, four under on the first day, including an amateur. Right. Right. 14-year-old, right? Uh, no, no, not, no, that no, wasn't her. her. That wasn't her. There is a 14-year-old in there that pounds the ball allegedly consistently. Haven't seen it, but I saw it on the note underneath her. 280 to 290 off the tee. Uh, I mean, 14 that's, years that's old. That's as long as me. Oh, yeah. If not longer. If not longer. If she hits it consistently there, she's consistently longer than me. I can oh, hit one yeah. there. She hits consistently there. It says she's averaged. playing the U.S. Open. Jesus Christ. I mean, hopefully... It's impressive. Hopefully she continues it. Um, well, I think something you mentioned earlier, though, it's too bad we're playing Muirfield on a day where we should be celebrating that. Exactly. Event. And I, yeah, they knew this was going to collide. You know, a lot of the talk, at least during our daytime out here, when we are normally watching golf. Right. You know, because we're on East Coast times or whatever. We're watching this, and it. yesterday I was kind of like, Kind of done with golf. Of course, the bees game came on. Right. Had to turn that on. That's when the ladies are playing, right? Yeah. So I think there was a lot of people that were shut down from it. Uh, and to that I say, <clears throat> kind of an F you, Jack. That's a, sh that's a shove move on him. His ego is so big, and they redid this golf course. I think he was a, I don't give a shit. They're later in the day. People can still get it. Agree to disagree. I don't that's know. I hope I that's not the case, but it's it's just not I hope a good it's time. Not. Let's there should 
I don't know. There shouldn't be Muirfield. At this this event. is close to a major. I mean, I think people do treat it like that. I think they do. I mean, you want Jack, and while like you got the time, because Jack's getting older, while yeah. you got the time, which uh, worked with him for a handful of years at uh, Desert Highlands, John Scott, rest in peace. He was uh, one of Nicholas's head agronomists for a long time. I think while you got this time with Jack around these younger players, it is a fight to get that dude to chuck a jacket on your back. You think? Because yeah, absolutely, they got the gray jacket. You know, Jack's little gray jacket. Right. You know, and he dresses it. You don't think that these guys that might have a chance to have that guy throw a jacket on and say, I won that? I'm saying this, and that's the importance. This is close to a major for a lot of people out there. Yeah, it's a big um, tournament. It's just, I, I agree. It's bad, it's bad timing. I think it's, just... yeah, I think it's a bad time, and that kind of stinks because the ladies are tearing that place up. Uh, shout out to all the girls and the ladies that are on the maintenance crew. Uh, there is a load of them out there. Uh, Bree, our guest on number 52, saved a little ra a raven <laughs> off the tee box. Yep. Uh, that didn't get on TV, but great job to the bird lady. Hashtag I bird watch. <laughs> uh, and she also, she left us a message is, uh, the assistant out there. She didn't tell me his name. Uh, is a big fan, big fan of the podcast. So great job guys out there. I told Bree, I was like, Hey, in that case, just chuck this thing on. In one of the breaks in between, you know, morning jobs and <laughs> afternoon jobs and throw it on in the tent and let, get them all listening. Get that word to spread. Yeah, spread that thing. So if Bree, if you do it, if you don't, to the assistant, you're going to listen to this and you're going to be like, oh, we could have done that. <laughs> well, be a friend, tell a friend. So good job out there, all those ladies. And I saw uh, Jeff Jensen, our rep for GCSAA, you know, on the picture. God, in uh, Kimberly Guard too, cold. It looks it looked cold yes. yesterday. Yeah. Um, as soon you know they give out. I'm sure they give out the stocking caps in there. The uh, like a Where's Waldo or whatever. And I saw one of <laughs> Jeff, and immediately was like, he looks just like the Slush Puppy logo. <laughs> he looked cold, kind of almost like I'm having a good time, but this is kind of cold and miserable being yeah. you know from here in Southern California and Nevada is what he mainly represents. Right. And they're there in stocking caps. Uh, Kimberly had three layers of jackets. Bree was bundled up. Like, have you been to San Francisco? Yeah, but more like in the middle of August in the city. So I went one time, I mean, and stepped over dog shit. I mean, human shit. One time me and my wife, we were still dating. We, shit. we were like, we need to go on vacation. We just chucked the dart mm -hmm. and, uh, and we're, we're going to go to San Francisco. Fuck it for a weekend or whatever. It was like July, early July. Yeah. I mean, late June, early July. Didn't pack a jacket. It was fucking. Oh, freezing. I remember. I like, remember. Oh dude. Yeah. This is the coolest time. Of year. We went there like, and the I definitely fuck? had a hooded sweatshirt on, but I wasn't like, oh, I probably shorts and hooded sweatshirt. Oh, the first night I was like, Oh shit. No jacket. We're just immediately scrambling to the store to get a jacket. Uh -huh. it was <laughs> like, what the fuck? So I and you played this place, right? Or you played well, the other yeah. course? So we, I didn't get to play the lakes course because we got or the lake course because we got there late, which is where they're playing the open. Played the ocean course, did the burger dog, phenomenal. Uh, there's just some nostalgia to being there with those big cypress and the big, and then um, tee up on one. I think number two or three, the fog starts rolling up, and that's when you just kind of get yeah. this. 
it would just totally change the golf course and the feel. It's it almost like it's awesome. You wanted that to happen, right? You right. go there all there and you yeah. hear about it all. Yeah. It's, it's almost a, like playing Pebble Beach on just a created, day where the wind doesn't blow. Yeah, it created a completely like I'm unbelievable glad, experience. I'm glad that when we were at Bandon, the sun was out and we didn't have to deal with yeah, the fucking right. raincoats. You don't need that But it that was for cool Bandon. playing Pacific the first day and being like, all right, this is Bandon. Wind's blowing like a motherfucker. And then the next days was like, Oh, this is so nice at not being yeah. this way. But I understand what you're saying is like so cool to have it yep. happen the way it's supposed to. It's like off, it was Phoenix. Warm. It's like you, you want to mark off on the box that you played in 110. Right. You know? And this one is like we're playing teed off in short sleeve shirts. And then, you know, as soon as number three, you had the light jacket on because the fog rolled in. It's kind of cool. And it just added. I think it added more to the experience than if it was just sunny the whole time. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but we, unbelievable. When we flew in. Uh, I don't know which one I saw. I want to say it was TPC Harding Park. When we right across the lake, it's supposed to be unbelievable. Yeah, and just the way we turned into it, it was just like, that's got to be Harding Park. I hope it is, but shit, that thing looked awesome. Same kind of thing, the yeah. giant trees and all that shit. Really cool. Uh, and then we, we should take the jingweeds up there. We also cruised across uh, Moffat Field where Eddie's at. And the only reason why I saw it was because they got this giant, uh, what do they call the things where they put hangers? Yeah. But it's odd looking. And uh, apparently they used to park the space because NASA's there. Okay, yeah, yeah. They used to park the space shuttle there and blimps in there and probably UFOs in there. UFOs are real. Whatever, dude. There's <laughs> dude, no more and more way. coming out every day. Listen, there's no way that with all, there's no way. I'm, I'm I'm a believe or I'm a disbeliever of aliens and UFOs and other life. I'm forms pretty sure Barack places. Obama's like we see UFOs. The shit I can't talk about, but there's you. What do they yeah, call them? UAPs now? Now, Un- unidentified aerial phenomenons. Yeah, and hey, you were the one on listen, the t- told me about the dude on Rogan and saw this shit flying around. Absolutely, splashing. I don't ocean. think it's aliens. I think it's us testing stuff. I mean, there has to be some. You gotta stay quiet on all fronts in order for the, some of this shit, that top secret stuff, to work. Because if that fighter jet guy, it's part of the training process. You think they're gonna send him in there with no fucking rockets on his plane to a complete unidentifiable thing if they don't feel he's safe in that situation? No, it's like, hey man, keep an eye on this motherfucker. We got a couple of big boys coming right behind you, loaded to the fucking gills. Just keep an eye on it. Don't get close to it, and we'll follow it. They're not going, you need to. We're the fucking U.S. military. You think that they sent two fucking little fucking I don't think they sent after it. They were just flying around. I know they were F-18s. But they they had no ammo on them. Well, they were just on a test run. They were up looking for UFOs. That's what I mean. Keep an eye on this thing. We're bringing some big boys in. No, it disappeared. go, Go chase it. They followed it. And then when it, it couldn't, it was fucking it zipping around, zipping around, when up, it disappeared down. and reappeared. They went after it. One of them stayed at like 35,000 feet above it while the other one chased it. That's the story that the dude told on Rogan. I'm just saying, I think they're there. I think somebody knows something. It's not dudes that live on fucking Mars. The closest goddamn star I know. is like fucking 190 years away or some bullshit. More than that, I think. Okay. What was that on? Dog Eddie, walk, yeah, dog walk. Yeah, but still, they're not just wheeling up wormholes. We, <laughs> we, how long did it take us to get to fucking Mars? 
A couple days. I don't know. <laughs> Shit. It was a couple months. Years. No, it's not. It's a couple months, I think, to get there. Regardless. Okay, here's the thing. And I believe in a ghosts, but random I haven't tangent. seen one. I don't believe in ghosts. All right. Then here's a tangent. Space is infinite, right? Yeah. In all directions. Correct. Allegedly. And ever expanding. And I don't understand. First it, of so. all, if it's ever expanding, what the fuck is it expanding into? What's on the other side of the expansion? Nothing. Two. If there's an inf- if space is infinite, then there's an infinite infinite amount of Earths that exist. Absolutely, I totally agree with that. I totally so agree Matt with that. So Matt and Dan sitting down in the backyard. And- so our um, I just can't comprehend. Then their civilization had to start five hundred and eighty billion years. What ago about? Didn't at we talk the about the level this that we're at or more developed? Well, didn't we talk about this before about that metal that they can't replicate? Mm-hmm. This thing, right? The super strong, but well, almost like aluminum well, the, foil. What's in, the, what's in the pyramids? They can't, re, you that know, mortar, they can't make. Right. Yeah, the mortar they can't so, make. So was it aliens? I mean, Possibly. I'm not flat Earth or shit. It's just like it's fucked up. What up, Kyrie? <laughs> <laughs> Let's burn some sage, son. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, I don't know. I don't think. I don't. I don't buy that. That we just have UFOs cruising over. I could. I. I I can't wrap my head around space. Like, I've, I think I've told you about my buddy who's working on this yes. fucking telescope. Yep, you have told me. That's yep. going to see light from the beginning of time. Like the, and they've the, been working on that for 10 years. Uh, 20, over 20. Okay. So that's about if to go that's Most something fucking, that they're going to go see. If you got 10 minutes, watch, YouTube the James, or yeah, watch the video on the U, uh, James Webb Space Telescope. It'll fucking melt your brain. The technology goes in this thing. So in order to get here... As a UFO from wherever, this is kind of my point on that's 20 years to build something to just look at it, let alone get to it. We're just going to look. It's taken 20 years. It means these motherfuckers had these machines 200 the years Earth ago like and they've been seven, buzzing across the Earth the is galaxy. 7 billion years ago. What's not to say this isn't the 10th time humans have existed here? That's what I'm saying is... And that I have a hard time believing in, wrapping my head around, or what, however you want to call it, is that something out there on this infinite land or space or whatever we're going to call it is, was at us or better 500 million years ago. What? I mean, that's not, even, that's not even that much time in the time of Earth. Correct. I know. I can't. That's it all. it's fucking so mind in that case, but I think we talked I, about I have it. a hard time believing in the it. only thing. The only two things going to be left on the planet. If, if everything stopped, all humans were gone. Two things left on the planet. In 10 Cockroaches. Years. No, in 10,000 years, the only thing you would be able to recognize with human beings is Mount Rushmore in the pyramids. Mount Rushmore will be gone. No, that's what they say. Uh, I don't know who those they in 10, are. 10,000 years. I would say scientists smarter than us. Dude, the thing has already fallen apart since it's been built. You're falling apart. Correct. I am falling apart. Anyway, so in 2,000 years, all this shit is gone. And there's no way Abe Lincoln's face in 10,000 years is recognizable. Agree agree to disagree on that fact alone, but I'm saying then in 10,000 years is not that much time over 7 billion where this could be the 10th time that humans and beings existed here. But you would think about we find dinosaur bones from 300 million years ago. You would think we would stumble across whatever, but a spaceship or know, a wing man. or something. But but, but it, what if it was two billion years ago? A billion before, then the, you're, maybe you're not fucking finding something. 
I don't know how this happened or who cares. If I, whoever's no, on their it's spray a great rig right now, now. I guarantee you, people are driving around. Yeah, the spray rig can't fucking hear thinking, me. Those beers have to be <laughs> at least eight <8%, laughs> percent, and they've got to be on their third <laughs> or the CBD chew, the can of dips. Are a little heavy today, but it's fun. I know it is. It's a great. It's a great thought. And if your head hasn't gone into that direction, I don't know what you're doing. I will say I did want to bring some fun facts today. All right, fun like facts. Be, after so, after what? After we just talked about something that neither of us have a clue. Let's get to some facts, dude. I love. I I did want to share this with you because. The other day I'm reading to my kid. My my dad just bought him this book about the human body or whatever. And they're talking about whatever. He was talking about tongues. And it said a fucking blue whale. A blue whale's tongue. Did I tell you this? You told me 54, this. 54,000 pounds of the tongue. It's the size of an elephant. So then I did a little dick. 11 fun facts about a blue whale. Not only that, which fucking was like, uh, what? You're just running around with a whale in your mouth? How, um, and I know nothing. I hope you say it, so... Go ahead. Tell me some fun facts. I want to know. I mean, I've seen blue whales. I've seen uh, humpback whales. You've seen one. Not blue whales. Sorry. Not the blue whales. Uh, this is the one thing I want to see in my life because I can't wrap my head around it. Yeah. Humpbacks I see I've a seen. lot. And then whatever goes off the uh, coast of Hawaii. <laughs> saw a shitload of those. Great humpback story. My dad's one of my dad's top five favorite stories about me. We're on. I lived in Alaska at the time. We did this you know, tour, the ocean tour, go whale watching. And we're on this boat. And I think we see like one humpback whale way off in the distance. Everybody's all How old up. are you at this point? 12. Okay. I'd say 12, 10, 11, 12. So everybody's like looking. And then I'm on the other side. And I go, Dad, a whale. The whole fucking boat to this side. And it was nothing. It was fucking nothing. I was bullshitting my dad. My dad loves to tell. I mean, he exaggerates. Like, you almost fucking tip the boat over. Everybody and I kind of just wheel to the back you know silently like oh shit and i'm like tug and desk yeah no yeah everybody's no like well. you know, that's awesome I tell us oh, how did you not fucking go run to the other <laughs> side and just go well we need to go on a whale watch and do that and see how many times we can get the crowd to go back and forth <laughs> but we get a higher like a 12 year old they'll be in on us after we got my the kid he can fire him back and oh, forth there you go yeah and <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a top five ed story loves to tell it so back to the blue whale tongue size of an elephant 100 fucking feet long this thing largest one they've recorded is 108 which is fucking did they bananas. give an average size 80 to 100 feet wow they can weigh how big's a tog huh how big's a tog a tog <laughs> yeah it's what's a tog <laughs> it's hog not as it's tog Boner. Oh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> well, well, let's look it up. 100 feet long. It can weigh as much as 30 elephants. Um, 200,000 to 300,000 fucking pounds. Or about 100 to 150 tons. So imagine you buying 100 tons of urea and having that delivered. That's a fucking the size of these things. That's crazy. 300,000 pounds? Is things just cruising around? No. You shitting me? Some can weigh as much as 441,000 pounds. Half a million pounds. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> 220 tons. <laughs> they have big hearts. Who cares? They got big tongues. I already told you that. They have the biggest babies on earth. 8,800 pounds on average. 
My kid when it was born was eight. <laughs> just shy. Just wheeling around with yeah, an eight, just a nine thousand pound baby in your stomach. Oh, nah. uh, I think with some of this dumb shit, but uh, they lived like a hundred years old too. Yeah, I figured that. I would have guessed that. They swim like for, they cruise around at five miles an hour, can get up to twenty miles an hour, which to me is absurd for an animal that's that large. Yeah, a big motor. That is a big motor. And I think one other thing I saw is it's sometimes their heart can beat like only twice a minute. Like when they're doing a deep dive for a krill, it beats, will be beat Does it two say times where it usually minute. hangs out as uh, far as depth? No, I didn't. But I think it cruises down. To, it's, to yeah, because yeah. they're very, the very rare to be seen. Yeah, and they got to eat a shit ton, obviously, to be that big. Wonder how oh, many there krill, are. dude. Little shrimp. wonder how many there are. I don't know. I think it used to be a shit ton. And uh, now, who knows? But. Some fucking wild. I can't even like this one thing I need to see. How far do you think that is from like the size of your backyard? Oh, <clears throat> shit. That's got to be. That's probably 30 yards. 90, that's feet. 90 feet. So it wouldn't even fit in your backyard. No, it wouldn't fit. It's fucking wild. You ever Seems seen that? like it should be bigger. 30 elephants. 30 elephants wouldn't fit in here. Three, dude, can you get 300,000 pounds? Yeah, I feel like 150 it should be pallets of fur. <laughs> Imagine that laid out in your yard. No, that's more than that. No, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That's Fuck crazy because that. I'll do what twenty? Yeah, twenty pallets yeah. for overseed. And that seems like a shitload, right? Like stacked up, you're like, "Fuck, twenty pallets." <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Where the f- where am I going to put this? <laughs> no. Have you ever seen the video they when when they blow up that whale on the beach and they just got the fucking because there's like beached whale and they didn't know oh, what to yeah. do with it. So they just decided they're going to blow it up. Oh. It's just like chunks of whale oh. raining down on people. That's fucking nasty. <laughs> that is so nasty. Whose idea was that? I don't know. But I, th- I want to say people got hurt by like landing. Well, yeah, I would think a whale. giant slab is a couple hundred pounds of yeah. meat. You know, <laughs> just just put that block. on the smoker. <laughs> it wouldn't fit on me, little Traggy. <laughs> yeah, we got the little guy. Oh, that thing's funny. Um. Today's episode is brought to you by Par West Turf Services. Visit parwest.com for all your golf course and home course needs from the replacement bunker rake grips to the golf cart key tags. Be sure to check out the app for all the up-to-date products. Par West Turf Services. Use promo code JINGWEEDS for free shipping on orders over $250. I get a, here's a question that came across on Twitter. Um, it was posed by someone I can't remember, but it was, uh, would you save more money... At a walking facility only, as compared to ours. Save more? Yeah, would you save more? Would you, if you turned Rio Verde Country Club into a walking only, only club? Yeah, or Carpath only, yeah. Carpath only works. Oh, I'm um, sure, and like as far as transition, water, probably pretty fur, good. You know, could you, I know you can't at know. your place sell that as a big savings. You know, with our issues out here with water and what seed prices are going to be and all that, could maybe not us, but could some of the ones up the hill, you know, Whisper Rock is. Uh, TPC Stadium is for a long time of the year. Uh, Whisper Rock's not Carpath only. It's not? Nope. Maybe it was when it first started. True North when I was when it first up started. There. Huh? True North was when it first when started. When it first started, yeah. yeah. And so was one of the Wico Paws. Choya, I believe, was a 
walking only when it first started. Uh, does the revenue outweigh the savings? How much savings are you really seeing? I, I just I think condition wise, going to be better because of traffic. Absolutely, but now you know those areas are sodded. You know the on off. You're not moving. It's you sod know, stakes every day. You're not buying all the rope all the time. You know, there's a lot. I think you're using less water. You're not over fertilizing those traffic areas. Yeah, I don't. I don't see a ton. Maybe like a two percent savings. Because overall, like as far as water, you're going to be using. I think the same amount of water, same amount of seed, same amount of furt. Maybe not exactly because this area is your spot right. furting or spot whatever. I don't know. Now maybe I'm not thinking. Okay, now clearly I just talked about aliens place, for 15 minutes. You worked in a different area of the country on golf. I didn't. Do you think you could see that differently in Kansas City than you could here to outweigh it? No, I don't think so. I don't. I mean, also Kansas City get way more rain, and that's just natural. Natural fer- carp path yeah. only? No, natural <laughs> carp only, but natural like fertilizer inputs. Where yeah. If you get a wet season, you're definitely not chucking out as much fur. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't know. I'd in my mind, I don't, I don't see where all the savings is coming from, because all you're negating is compaction. So maybe sod. And you think that there's more? Well, there's way Traffic. more airification type stuff. You know, not on so much on the green. I mean, the greens should be the same because you're getting the same amount of right. traffic. You know, but I'm out there solid time. Well, are you are you building more thatch though? Because aren't you verifying to remove thatch? So aren't you building more by not having that traffic on? Doesn't the traffic kind of compact and and beat down the thatch? I would think, on in my mind, you got an area that doesn't that have same, any traffic. You create that mat layer, though, which is a little bit different uh, yeah, than, know. you know, that slimy shit of dead. So I guess we down. agree that both, either way, you still have to aerify. You still have to remove some thatch. So I don't know if you have any th- savings there. Yeah. I'm just, I don't here, know. I don't think so. I don't have here, the best answer. Here in our market and what I deal with on the golf course, no. Uh, I just thought it was an interesting, and yeah. there was obviously there's a million different ways that different people around the country debated on. I was clicking on, you know, where they were from, saying those things, uh, and then obviously you have the people that have no idea. You could read their thing, and it's like, oh, that person doesn't work in turf. And then yeah. you read the other one, and it's so geeked out. It's like settle, dude, settle. You know, throw some your ear on it, right? Oh, that works. I don't even know if we want to get into that. No, get into that. Uh, what was the po- you sent me a picture the other day, and where'd you find it? So, I mean, and, I don't know even want to say that. No, There's a post on the internet. No, it's a post social, on the internet. I don't care about the golf course because right. I have a take on this. In a social network. And it was simple. And I don't know what the guy does. And I, But I want to assume he's a golf course superintendent. And it was a picture of a bag of urea. And it was like, what is this? Can I throw it? Do I need to water it in? And it was just like, what? It, yeah. You can and go two directions I, on that. I don't right? know, man. Like, I don't want to bag on somebody. I don't know the dude. Don't know the dude's situation. He might not. He could have been just pushing a mower one day, and they're like, "Hey, man, we got a nine-hole course down the street. We need you to take care of this." Yeah. And it. And he tried but, to use his but, avenues, right? But he has the same job title as you and I. Correct. He's a golf course superintendent. When he writes his resume, he's a golf course superintendent, and this it almost like. Do you not read a label? Here's the thing. Whenever I get a product, the first thing I do, I grab the label. Before we put it out, let me see the labels. Let me see what it is. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. Especially- How many times have you read labels of, you know, Triple Crown? Oh, yeah. I mean, you every know, time. Even 
anything. You know, Tribune when we spray like yeah. Diquat and stuff. I sprayed Revolver a thousand I times. I look at the label every, every year. Every single time. Yeah. Every year. I and look a, it at changes the and two it kind. For me, it's a. It's weird. It's it's kind of like the gear up of it. But you know, you, like I'm gonna be doing this. We got something going on. I kind of look at it that way. It's like. But we're not even talking like about something as crazy as I Revolver or any chemical. You know, a fungicide app that was no. This this is the. Three sources of nitrogen, and no matter anything you do, ammonium sulfate, urea, and nitrate. Yeah. You look at the bag of fur. Let's say you bought it, 24, 12, 16. You know, it's the best fucking thing. Look at the label. The nitrogen source is going to be one of those three things. Right. So how how do you get to that level and not know that building block? And I don't know if it, it's I don't know if it should go on. Because I don't absolutely it should go on because there is people out here that I hope are listening to it that are trying to get going on the industry. They're and not, young and I don't early want to shit on. anybody because it's not easy it's what we do. It's not shitting on anybody because I'm like, going to go the other you, side. That's is, a golf course superintendent. The people that hired him, I hope they understand who they hired. Um, that it is possibly just a facility that we're there to play some golf and we hope that there's somewhat of grass out there. But th- that person is using his avenues. Right. Which is cool to use because I didn't see it. How many responses came out? And were they legit or were they bagging on them? I mean, it's I mean, a it's mix. The fucking, there's it's some, the social there, media. Could, so. there's, a, there's a lot of the same ones on there saying, hey, man, this is what it is. And there's other guys, it's like, same thing. Like, what do you mean, man? What do you mean? Yeah. And I, I don't know. It's just I don't I don't want to sound like a dick and I don't want to bag a bunch of dudes. And like because we all grind you know, in, in there. If you don't know what else to do, but ask. Yeah. So I'm not, it's like, oh, you're damned if you, I guess I sound like damned if you do and damned if you don't. Right. But, and, and there's, there's bad accountants, there's bad lawyers, there's bad doctors. We all hold the same title. Yeah, but, but we, it's don't like that that, just we don't have that. We don't have that superintendent. That makes us look like. This isn't a lawyer podcast. That makes it look like, any does Matt know what the fuck he's talking about? Because he doesn't even know what a bag it. of urea is. Any dude that grows corn in fucking Wisconsin can come down here and tell us how to do this. Right. Wrong. Because I ain't going to Wisconsin and telling you how to fucking grow right. corn. you know, Or just even like, just down yeah, the street dude, here in the cotton fields. We got to do no something. Idea. Or, or maybe we're just run dry on superintendents. And so now we, we've got to grab the guy that's never seen a bag of urea. A bag of ammonium sulfate. Like these basic building blocks of fertilization. Yeah. I, I just hope we got the right answer. Right. He, he should have. It's, yeah, it's another thing. The numbers well, right on the not, back. He looked at it and went, ah, shit, I should have Googled The this. numbers right on the back. And there's, I mean, maybe maybe cut this part, Andy, but there's another dude on there just like post non mowing lasers today. Well, they all Mowing lasers in um, the comments. Morning though. views. Come the on. comments, though, it's like, dude, we all literally fucking mow lasers every fucking day. Like, yeah. And no kidding. Yeah, like that's literally our job is to mold straight lines, right? Like, and like, and then another dude's like, "This guy's always on there. He's fucking filming yeah. from the mower." And I don't. Maybe this guy listens, so maybe Andy cut this out. No, who cares if he listens? It's like, he dude, can email us. Oh, oh, and he had these whip turns, and they were fucking slamming oh, them for the whip turns. Nice. He's like, "Oh, I've been working on golf course, blah blah. blah. I don't ever burn the turf." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody's like, "It was the first thing I noticed is the whip turns and the dew." And then, so I read the comments, and they're interesting. It's like, dude, when do you have time to work when you're always fucking posting lasers? 
And I, I was just funny. It's like the there are guys that think like this. It's like, dude, who do you think? Everybody in this group mows stripes yeah. every day. And everybody's uh, everybody's different, even across the street. You know, when it comes to the guy that doesn't know what year he is, the guy that thinks that he grew up, he mows the straightest lines. The guy that thinks he has the secret on transition. The guy that, you know, thinks that, you know, doing such and such early or wait until this day or whatever it is. This, I have to remind myself a lot on this is, and everybody else should too, it doesn't matter if it's me or literally the golf course across the street. There are so many different aspects of what's going on there. Right. So many difference, whatever it is, you know, for us out here, whatever our Bermuda base is, you know, uh, what kind of ryegrass we actually put out there. You know, you put out one that's way more salt tolerant. I kind of put this kind of lower end blend that just is green when it needs to be green. And then it's fucking gone when it needs to be gone, which I'll never put out fucking uh, annual ryegrass ever again on the <laughs> golf course. Is it gone? Uh, yeah, it's pretty much gone, but it... Even when it dies, it even looks worse. You know, it's still, Wait, it any looks concern about like those big leaf blades uh, shading out the Bermudian transition? No, I think no. they died way too early. It did. Yeah, it did what you wanted it to do. But it is still dead. Well, not dead, but it's it's hurting. It but did it's what you wanted it to do. Sedge. I still think this, I still think the other guy. I I need to spray it. <laughs> it's hurting nuts. You know, and no, it looks like hurt. No, nuts uh, I get what you're saying. You know, uh, but I won't do it again unless I'm forced to, whether it's water, seed, cost, whatever it is. Because um, I think it's fine for that. It's just we set a standard that's way above yeah. years ago. I think it worked out. It would work out great for another property. Literally one that's maybe not across the street from me because the four that are around me are You fine. only put it in the rough, right? Nothing in the fairway? No, I put it. It was only on those two par threes. Oh, 13, it was 100%. and six. Other than I the thought green. it was just that left side of 13. No, the tees were not it because I didn't even want to yeah. go there because I knew they were going to get beat up. I didn't need a par three tee. I would have done a par four or a par five tee with it. But uh, I did the tees with the regular mix and then just uh, fairways and rough with it and collars. I did collars with it too. Collars, I can't really tell the difference of. Do I think they're good, bad, or indifferent? Uh, 16, the way that place was built or changed because – the backside of it, I found in an aerial photo, used to be a big bunker. So whatever was used to build it up, yeah, uh, it might have just been like, ah, those are weeds growing, so let's just get those to cover it all in. So the Bermuda's slow there. So I can't say that that was any different, but it's all Bermuda grass on certain areas of it. But 13, which usually transitions really well, I'm not saying it's bad. It just looks like shit because that stuff is hurting, hurting, and I didn't spray it. Yeah. Uh, it's about as thick as that at St. Augustine right there. <laughs> yeah, it's not quite that thick. I mowed this thing yesterday, and it was, Jesus. I need a I need a teenager around here to buzz through this. No, I'm just kidding. But even mowing through that, you mow that side of my yard <laughs> Shit's over there. bogging down. And it's just, it's, the machine just is like, Jesus Christ, I need to <laughs> self-propel here. What's going on? It's a fucking 1,500 square foot piece of grass, and I can't push a mower through it. <laughs> Old people superintendent problems in their own backyard. But uh, 
But the transition, I'm, I'm going to push the hell out of this because I can already see that even more of it. I mean, you can see it. All the new growth, that light green color out there. So it's moving. This whole yard's going to be St. Augustine oh, at some point, moving. and I'm not going to overseed it. Oh, why would you? No. Uh, but It's green. Yeah, it is. Uh, good. Golf. We played a little game the other day. I had to buy show beers. Sure, shit did. Uh, we played Camelback. So, <laughs> we played Man, Padre. Last episode, I should have saw this coming. When I said I was going to put my greens up about any of the valley, they're, I just bet they're good. Like, you don't have to come at me. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's the first thing we all have to rob the assistant. So, I listened. Yeah. I'll put these up against. And listen, Rob, you didn't oversee those fucking things. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So, yeah, they're pure Bermuda fucker. Yeah. No, but they were really good. Greens were really good. good. Golf uh, course was really good. I had played that probably, I was trying to figure it out, seven, eight years ago. Um, I do not remember the elevated greens, turtle shell type look to them. And that fucked me all day, you all yeah. day. Uh, and with the greens rolling good and being pretty firm, uh, Rob told us that they... Brush, 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 groom, 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 top dress. Brush, 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 groom, 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 top dress. So they're firm. They're really good. Tiff Eagle, he said. Yep, really Tiff good. Tiff Eagle, non-overseated. The rest of the golf course I thought was really good. It was great. The starter was giving us the whole go down. <laughs> yeah. I really, we haven't he sprayed did a out very the good grass job. yet. It's, no, but he did a really yeah. good job, and we yeah. let him go for a long time. And it was like, all right, dude, we got Yeah, and uh, he made it. <laughs> well, he said he's they're uh, going to start mowing it down, and I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> you know, I played golfer there for a second, but we throw it you know we threw at him hey we're superintendents uh you know we understand but he did a very good job and i on actually the explanation was pretty good of hey this is what's going on on the golf course it needs to be done even in my club it would, it's like keep in mind it is june yep. 1st we are yep. transitioning there's going to be spots of the ryegrass kicking the fucking bucket yep uh it goes back to have you played superintendent guy with the uh members lately have you played uh, golf with them at not, all? Dude, we're just so slammed right on the other side. Martin is in on this, and we talked about it. He's like, yeah, I think it would be really cool, like with our construction stuff going on, it'd be really cool if you were out there on mm -hmm. the first tee, maybe on a Saturday. Yeah. And it's like, well, I can, but I kind of got to be that guy, and I got to be running water in the morning. You know, this time of year, yeah. we're running some areas. And then also, um, maybe that's the day I'm fertilizing or whatever it is. It's kind of hard for me to do. But, yes, I should be. Um, so I like the fact that he's all in on it. I, we did talk about playing golf and then uh, with some members or some uh, card holders, whatever we have. And the men's group is still going on, but there's only six of them. There's only six of them, and they want tee times or whatever. And I said, hey, I think maybe you should be playing in that to Martin. And I was like, I really – and I told the guy – like, I really wish I could be playing with you guys, but a little too much going on. The sound of that was just another beer that uh, yes, was given was. to us by uh, GCSAA, and Gabe had dropped them off, and the, he left little notes with it. So the best part. particularly for Dan, <laughs> and it's the 903 uh, Brewers Pickle Ghost. Goss. Ghost. Ghost is how you pronounce that? It is uh, 8% alcohol. What? No, sorry, wrong one. Sorry, 
And this is because even pickled brine would be better than uh, whatever Dan is irrigating with was a little note that Gabe yeah, gave us. That's probably irrigation um, water right there. The uh, Decker Brewing, Fargo, North Dakota. The Royal Bee Honey Cream Double IPA is an 8% that I kind of mistakenly drank. And that's because golf courses can provide a pollinator-friendly landscape. That's our little push for the uh, environmental people. Bree would probably love that. That's pickle juice. Holy <laughs> shit. That is straight. That is the saltiest. That's pickle juice. And I don't say, I can't say I hate it, dude. Uh, I mean, you're not going to drink 10. So the two pickles from Tombstone and 912 oh, yeah. is Doesn't pickle juice. That's the best. This is. Pickle juice. This will shut one eye. <laughs> It will. <laughs> it did. <laughs> right? It is un... It's crazy. It's 6.1%. Yeah, that's very pickly. That's a 6.1%. Gabe? It pairs well with fried chicken sandwich, a brisket, or patty. Brisket, dude. Chuck a brisket on the old Traeger of the Green Mountain Grill and fire some of those downs. Oh, downs? Downs. Good one, Dan. Good Have one, another Dan. pickle goss. Yep. Have another pickle goss. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked up size on it came in mm. from all directions. Uh that is gross. They're actually after that that So episode, what do you give what do you give that thing before we move on? I mean it's just it's in a different category. No. You know when Prez does his, it's like this is a it's not the cat it's not a beer category. I'm gonna say that for sure. And I would say that with the uh two pickles. It's not. It's just, it's different. I mean, but two I, pickles like I said, is the greatest drink in the world. That's I can't give this on a beer scale just because it's just in its own cat. It's pickle juice. So if you like pickle juice, then you'll like it. If you don't like pickle juice, you're not going to like it. I like pickle juice. Fine to me. I'm not going to drink ten. Yeah, but you're drinking it for the potassium and fucking rehydrate yourself is the reason why you're drinking pickle no, juice. I, you're yeah, not drinking good. it because you want to hang out and fucking eat a brisket. Uh, dude, have you ever chucked a pickle in your beer? Uh, no. It's an old Jeff Schwersberg trick. Dude, chuck a pickle in your beer. <laughs> just like if you're stuck with Miller Lite or Coors Light, mm-hmm. chuck a pickle in it. Game changer. I got a buddy. You got, I he can throws, see that, but that is he throws olives in his neck in it. I mean, I'm talking just a little pickle, like cucumbers in your water. A little refreshing, a little pickle I, I, in your I Miller Lite. I get cucumbers in the water is a good this thing. This is drinking pickle juice. <laughs> you hate it more than the, the sorbet? Did I say sorbet? What am I, French? Sherbet. Sherbet. What'd you call it? Or fribbles. Fribbles. <laughs> that is fucking gross. I, that's one I can drink on the first tee with a hangover for oh. sure. hundred times out of hundred. Chuck that on the first tee like a bloody? Give that to me on the first tee after a long night. No way. I would. Fair enough. I'd sauce. But again, it's like, you. it's just, if you like pickle juice, you'll like this beer. And I do. You don't like pickle, it's I simple. do like pickle juice, uh, but not that. That is that's beyond what pickle juice out of fucking the jar would taste like. I disagree. You ever, are you one of those people that buys that fucking single giant pickle in the, oh, in the bag? In the bag? No. What am I, a savage? Hey, I know people that do. <laughs> bag of pickle. There's pickle girls, in a bag. There's girls it? on our co-ed volleyball team that do that. Just buy the they bag. show up with a pickle in a bag. Like a pre-workout? <laughs> Do they drink the juice? Yeah, they drink it. They yeah. don't like this beer. Yeah, they would probably love it. 
Me, not so much. I could um, have that on the first tee. It's almost like a Bloody Mary. Delicious. I think it's good. Like, it's just not a scoring scale. Yeah, it is totally different. I would say it's gross, and you can score it however you want. It's like almost like if you made a vodka pickle juice. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's what it is. It's good, though. So there's Chuck another, a pickle in your Coors Light next time. I will try Chuck that. I think that would be great. I do love cucumber in my water. Or those green olives. those really bougie breakfast joints out here in Scottsdale. Oh, yeah. What's that? Hash? Hash yeah, Kitchen oh, or gross. something? When they get the DJ fucking going, you can't Serious? even talk to your person. Yeah, on Sundays. Yeah, they get the DJ going by the one what on the? Frank Lloyd Wright. And actually the one on uh, Scottsdale Road. Yeah, they fucking throw a DJ. And the same people that own Hash... On fucking uh, Jesus Christ! It's a meatball joint, Sicilian butcher. Oh yeah, yeah. Sicilian butcher. They own that, and they own Tommaso's, great Italian restaurant. The meatball joint on uh, I heard that's fire. It, that is one of the best places that's what around. I've heard. Is uh, the Sicilian butcher? What an episode awesome. we got going here. They own hash, trash, hash is trash. Do you know who Mark Rebier is? No. That dude on Twitter blew up. He does a DJ like. He just makes songs up. and we, Like when Corona first started, he would just do live streams in his underwear. Hilarious. Like offline, we'll talk about it. I know exactly who he is. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, like if you watch his old videos, he's just in like a brunch place, I think in like Austin, Texas. Yeah. And people are just chilling on a Sunday and he's doing this. He talks about like. He's like some, uh, like Sasha Baron Cohen. Like and like crazy. Yeah. So people are just eating brunch and then he's talking about like. <laughs> I can't yeah. Know. I he looks like uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Kinda, yeah, he's right? got these big glasses. Not the hair, but he's got slicked hair. But anyway, it's he's fucking hilarious. It's a comedian thing. But like people's reaction when he's talking about like fucking and yeah, and they're just like having brunch on a Sunday, and then eventually the crowd grows and they get it. But it's fucking awesome. Um, is that I just speaking of com- Ash, yeah? Like, it's it's is there weird. Full blown DJ at, on Sunday on brunch on Sundays. There is a there. I've seen a DJ no, I, inside I of that one. If not, it's just crazy loud music. I don't, no, I'm not where you can't even, even talk. Even on a, fr- a Friday night dinner, I just when it's no. a yard house right here. Great, I like being there. You cannot hear the you person across think, yeah. from you. And is that a psychological thing to get people in and out? Right. I think it is loud, fast music, and then people eat faster and get out faster. Not because you can't hear each other, but just like yeah, just like red walls make you hungry or whatever. Right, they make you mean. And angry. Or whatever. You know what I mean? I painted my father's garage when I was in high school. Well, actually, right after high school. That was kind of our... My brother painted it, then I painted it, you know, kind of thing. And uh, we painted his office red. And my uncle was like, we got to change that fucking color. He's like, red makes people angry. And he has been a asshole for a long time. <laughs> so we changed it to blue. And it was like, okay, he's fine. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was... Fire engine yeah. red. I think that's part of a restaurant, like loud, fast music, and then people, you turn table. Obviously, on a Friday night, you're going to be cranking people. Right. That's weird. But anyways, hash is trash. It's gross. It's gross, too. It's uh, it's f- frozen hash browns. Is, really? You know, it's called Hash Kitchen. And Dude, it's on social media, it's hash browns. all the time. People oh. posting from there. They're fucking <clears throat> Bloody Marys that have 16,000 things in it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you it's pull all thing. of that out, and you got two sips of fucking yeah. vodka. And a out little come splash the wings and, and the grilled cheese and the burger and and the slider and the pickles and the shrimps of each. Yeah, and then you end got up with a glass of ice <laughs> with fucking a half a sip for twenty seven ninety nine. Yeah. Exactly. Keep that shit out of there. Bloody Marys are not my favorite either. I can crush a bloody on oh. the first tee, dude. No. 
That's why I think this this pickle. I again, you wake up, you roll out of bed, you crush one of those orange fribbles with the with some eggs, maybe a breakfast sandwich. You get up on the first tee, you throw down a couple nine oh three pickle ghosts, and you're fucking firing, dude. You're back in it. A couple CBD gummies, whatever the fuck those things are. <laughs> CBD. <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> I'm not crazy. You're crazy. Yeah. All right, here's uh, one that Gabe had bought for me. Is that Ad Riot? Theory? What? That scares the fuck. What? You know what that is? Construction destruction, and this is for the construction that's going on at the canyon. It's a uh, hazy imperial IPA. It's uh, this two beers in a row. They tells you what it pairs with on the side. It's ten percent. <laughs> Dude, How are we doing? Okay, this thing on the front. There's a movie. What the fuck is it called? That's uh, Slender Man. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's it's this weird movie with like time travel, and the, the dude sees that rabbit in the. He goes to the psychologist, and he sees the rabbit in the in the movie theater. No idea. And the Gary Jules is the last song. Oh my fucking god. No, but it's a wild artwork. It is. I guess you would call that spooky. If you're into that kind of thing, it's very handsy. It's a lot of hands on it. It's uh, really good for as boozy as it is. Try this. Try uh, that. Hold on, hold on. It's really good for as boozy as it is. I gotta find this movie. Andy, you're gonna have to obviously. This feels like a uh, beer episode because we might as well just really. Show the beer that we were going to. Uh, Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. Oh, sounds like a fucking. You've ever seen this movie? Oscar winner. Dude, no. that's the the rabbit from Donnie Darko. I've never. When they're watching no the movie idea. theater. That's Donnie Darko. Isn't it? It's close, but it's close. I. I mean, I would never watch Donnie Darko. You should watch it. It's a good movie. Oh, no, but. Here's the uh, beer that we were originally going to uh, review as the hometown beer. That's good. It comes from Oso Brewery. That's uh, good. It has a little bit of connection to the old Four Peaks days. Uh, G that owns it uh, was a heavy drinker back there. Well, not a heavy drinker. I'm just saying. Was there a lot when I was there? Uh, I went to Four Peaks again. Went with Smitty and the boys a couple weeks ago, Smitty and Jody and Chris. Then I went with Leah and uh, Jen, who was a server back there when Leah was back there. It was... uh, Old school times there, and uh, got better this time around. Not like better; it was just like it's kind of cool going back here two times. Yeah. I mean, I literally live there. Yeah. It's like going to your hometown bar. But uh, Oso Brewery, Boom Dynamite, uh, grapefruit. That's grapefruit, obviously a mango. Shout out IPA. to the video, right? The boom goes to dynamite video. Passes it to the man. Uh, I would say maybe. I don't know. You know what I'm talking you about? Can have one of those. I think this thing's really good. It's a par. It's just yeah. like, yeah, it's what you want. Uh, I had the El Segundo Double Dry Hop Citra, which is the same as the Stone Cold Steve Austin IPA. Yeah. I saw those again today and wanted to buy them. Again, I'm on the prowl for pale ales for the afternoon on Friday. It's a fucking solid. Oh, you mean you don't want the hazy Imperial IPA? Yeah, you're going to be in uh, bed. You're going to be in bed. It's 16 ounce, 10 ounce. I mean, that was good. Again, 10 ounce, 10%. Like, it it's just, getting up there. Your boy gets bad hangovers. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, like, fucking IPAs. I'm glad it's 2 in the afternoon while we're doing Oh, sorry. You can get a nap, back up for the Celts game. Just kidding. 
Seltzer out. Oh, Seltzer out, uh, which, no shit, uh, they're playing, uh, you know, Seltzer had no chance. The Nets? Against the Nets. None. If they had Jalen playing and uh, Kemba, there's a chance. Without them, I mean, fucking... I know you've been out there by himself. You've been hard on hoops, dude. I have been watching some hoops lately, and it is fucking good, dude. That did you watch the Damian Lillard game the other night? Where he sends it to OT, then he sends it to double OT. Like that guy is fucking unreal. Guess what? He's on the same vacation. You watching the Suns? Tatum is right now. Yeah, but the 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 product is electric, dude. Is you got to be glued to your two? No, it's not. No, I think you watching the Suns. It will be here in a second. That wasn't electric. That was the Suns kicking the shit no, out of the I'm Lakers. Saying, are you out happy of a about the Suns? I could care less. I, I don't know. I think there's going to be a little buzz in the city, dude. Absolutely. I, I agree with that. your team's doing well. There's a little buzz in the city. I think we're going to see a pick I totally in the agree. Round. I'm all in on that. It's kind of like the Yankees. Anybody that's playing the Yankees, I'm a fan of that weekend. Right. You know, kind of thing. Oh, you hate the Suns? No, I hate the Lakers. Oh, okay. I fucking hate the Lakers. And that's long. Be- that's oh, like, dude. Like, LeBron but walking I re- out. I used to respect the Lakers. Game was it game used to respect five? five. He walks off walks the court. Seven, He's a piece five of shit. minutes ago. That's fucking horseshit. It's the way I've always thought. If anybody thought else him, on the team does that, LeBron's roasting them. Absolutely. And Listen, he, instead of saying. All it proved was Anthony Davis is the best player in the NBA. That guy is fucking insane. I would say. Yeah, right guy, now. Yeah, the absolutely. games they won. No, he is unstoppable. Obviously, but he's glass right now, man. Huh? He's, he's glass. I don't know for sure, but when he's on the court, he is obviously, and it's not even a question, the best player on the court. Mm-hmm. Like he's, you know, LeBron, arguably the top best or second top two. I'm not me, obviously Michael Jordan, but. Uh, oh, he's insane. just in the conversation of top five is a level that if you can get into at least the conversations at the table, you're ridiculous yeah. at hoops. Anthony Davis is the best player on the court, and it wasn't even close. And yeah. when he was on, they won because he just you can't you cannot stop him. You can't stop him on the glass. You can't stop can't him stop scoring. Him fucking dribbling up the court. Yeah, he, he's seven one, and he used to be a point guard, so he handles it like yep. six eight got, six dude, nine. You watch the Nuggets. That Jokic is no joke. Dude. Yeah, that dude fires threes. European fundamental. He's Mister Fundamental. Like he's dude, the he's fundamental type type of player that you know Duncan dude, was. That dude's incredible. Probably the league MVP, I would guess. And then just watching him and Dame go back and forth is just that's good basketball to me. No, and I get that, but I do believe it's a fast track race still to see before the Lakers were hurt. Is it hurt? They were. It was go get Brooklyn, and Brooklyn and the Lakers just shove them in the finals. Right. You know, and that sucks for the sport. I mean, you're taking out, okay, you got you got four of them right now that could win the title. Not eight. Not ten. Four fucking teams that got a chance to win this thing. The rest, the entire rest of the league is just... There for entertainment. They're the fucking tigers of the Sigmund Freedom Roy. Just there. You can for say the that about any show. sport, though. The NFL. I think football there's like, changes year to year. I don't know. Football change, I mean, one injury, one injury, or one NBA. trade. AD goes down. Lakers lose the series. I think basketball is more effective than football. Hmm. Yeah, Easily. Probably, 
Yeah, I mean, look probably, at LeBron. You probably he carried right. the the fucking Cavs to NBA final after NBA final by himself. All right, I'll agree with that. But before before he made a super team in Miami, when the NBA wasn't super team, super team, super team. Right, and that's the issue I have with NBA forever. Will always be that the idea of these guys are buddies. Started with your Lakers and KG and Paul Pierce. No, the Celtics. Not I mean, Lakers. I mean your your Celts. It started probably before that. Ray but Allen, yes. the three headed beast. Ray Allen, KG, Paul Pierce. I'll it was like, with, I will agree with that. And it's then it wrong. was LeBron going it's to wrong. Miami and bringing Bosh with him, and he got Wade there. And now he goes to Lakers. He brings AD because now and you Brooklyn can't win without thing and all because that. you can't win without it now. Which I, I agree will water down. Like, and if you're the Bucks, you got to draft because these dudes are going to walk after their contracts up. You know what I mean? It's any sports like that though. You got small market baseball teams like the Royals winning it, and then knowing they have to tear it down. Yes, because they don't have the money to stay up. Bill Burr said it the other day. He says every championship or every ten years. I just have to come to the face of the fact that every ten years there's going to be a bought championship, not a built one. Someone's right. just going to come in and ruin it. Whereas. It's a sign of my age or whatever it is. You just watch these things. Do you know how good the fucking Oklahoma Thunder would be? Oh, Harden and KD stuck around with West and Westbrook. They draft. They Seattle drafted Durant, and they drafted Harden and Westbrook, and they'd be sitting here running the league as a draft. And, and if that all happened. My thought process on this having this because that's a big three. That's a monster. So what league has the most parity then? I know, I know the answer to. Has the most what parity? Oh, hockey does. Yeah, right. Hockey so does. other than hockey, every sport, including college football, it's just the same fucking thing. So yeah, you know, you start a year, you know Alabama's going to be in. It. Well, the, the start only of the year, thing you that's starting to get a little in. bit of parity right now. In my eyes is, or what I pay attention somewhat to, is college women's basketball. Because there are UConn's now seven done. or eight other teams that are catching up to year. UConn and Tennessee. Well, now college football has become women's college basketball. I And every Clemson, other division State, is becoming what it LSU, used to be. LSU, Alabama. No, and then I you mix that. in a whatever the fuck, an Oklahoma once a year that gets destroyed. Well, my point is that the women's is becoming... One of the most parody ones. Because Good. those are all going away. Good. Um, all right. I'm not arguing with you. It's stating a No, no, I'm of, not arguing. You know what I mean? It's No, I I don't follow enough when it's called right. basketball, so I don't know. But I think yeah. every sport's turned into this. If you went to the fucking park and we peeled off shirts and skins right now against my buddies and your buddies, and we played a game and it was ten to fucking nothing, we would immediately immediately say, hey, man, why don't we st- switch yeah. Steve and John and Paul and Brian, and we're going to have a fucking game. Yeah. Like, no. These fuckers are taking it to that level of like, Wah, nope, I'll squish you, and we own mm-hmm. the league. Mm-hmm. And that, I don't know, that fucking sucks. Back to hockey, Bruins up 2-1 on the what island. What a game this last night, awesome by the way. Awesome fucking game. Those two goalies. Game three. What was last night? Those two goalies. Yeah, it's two to one, though. No, I'm saying whenever this might get released in this game, they just play game four. Bruins will be up 3 Last night was game three for us. It was uh, awesome 
The two goalies played out of their fucking Tuka mind. Rask is the real deal. And the real deal. I don't even know the goalie for the other name, but he stood on his fucking head. There was a power play at the end of the, towards the end of that game that the Bruins, I think, shot 15 times. They didn't get out they, of their zone, and it was just peppered, peppered, peppered. Slap shot. I mean, chance after chance after chance. Shit. I'm going to sound like an idiot if it's not, but I think it was Varlamov. No idea. He stood on his fucking head. Yeah. He let one in. Then they came back and fucking scored that. The Islanders. Dude, I want to tell you, the Islanders, Islanders in, the, in overtime, French. they controlled overtime until Marshy put that in, and I still don't know how that was a goal. Right. I couldn't. I switched to the live stream. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, when it went in, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I switched to the live, live stream and got just Saul Borelli just get destroyed yeah um which uh, this has nothing to do with our podcast but like i'm not into the borelli grinelli like screaming in the face throwing hats like is that a thing in boston i would fucking yeah um grinelli grinelli grabbing him like headlock and if somebody grabbed my hat and threw it i would punch them in the fucking face is in fact i've gotten exactly like way too many fucking Knuckleheads. You I saw Wit come there. over and be like, dude, this you guys got four more games. Like this thing, yeah. he's four more games because this I don't know where he is, and I know there's a handful of people that want to know where he is. An old college buddy of mine, Sean Manning, is exactly exactly what Grinelli is. There isn't a call that can't fucking go against the Bruins. Yeah. Like they can never make a stupid play. There's got to be a flat every time that fucking Brady doesn't make an a uh, completed pass. There's got to be a flag somewhere. It's that there is a million of you motherfuckers over there but that are like- so dead set on how your Boston team does, and you'll never be able to accept that another team can possibly beat them, or there's another guy that cheers for another fucking team that's as sick as a fan as you are. I did notice settle the, the fuck down. Stream, you guys the, weren't alive back in those days, so get over it. When the Islanders Rinelli, won, I would kill. And the, I would kill. When that the kid. Islanders won at Borelli's, the Islanders fans partied together. They didn't even worry about. There was like three. Who's that? The girl, the barstool blogger, the girl that was there, and then Marina. fights was there, and then uh, I don't know. There's one more. Biz jumped on the boat. There was. Quit. There was. Oh, Grinelli. They didn't even fucking care about those three. Like no. They all bailed. They were doing. They, they, the Islanders fans are partying together. When the Boston one, everybody was on Borelli. That kid doing the crying face for forty-five fucking minutes yeah. could get punched in the face. Did you see him? You just sat there and did this like the whole time. Like they were all berating. They could not wait. You. And the fuck, Bur- like fuck Frankie or whatever. It's like the real. Is that the Boston? Okay, <laughs> is that a Boston thing? You want no? I'm asking you, asshole. I'm going to tell you exactly who we probably really are. R.A. Oh, yeah. Sat there fidgety, didn't say a word. They were asking, are you still here? Yeah. No, you're locked. You fuck. I don't care what you're doing. Ask Leah how many fights I've pretty much gotten into, not physically, but screaming matches with dudes at Four Peaks that just get in my ear about yeah. the Patriots. It's like, dude, I'm just watching the football game. My I leg didn't even is know shaking you were a like a fan. yeah. My leg is shaking like crazy because I'm into it. I want to watch it. I'm paying attention. I'm watching it literally for the sport. Like I'm watching it plays develop. Yeah. You know, I'm one of those geeks that sits there and watches the entire thing happen from the leaving of the huddle 
or the minute they cross Even the blue the crowd, line, I'm where they tune. all stand. I'm not in tune with, with the, the other team. knuckleheads. The other team's fans. I'm not in no. tune with that. It's like I'm not. And but, you know what? I've been to enough Husker games where other teams like show up. I'm like, dude, win or lose. I'm like, let me get you a beer, dude. Whatever. I don't care. We're here to have Thanks a for fucking coming. good time. Come on. We're going out. Way to grow a sack to walk into here. You guys are here for a good time, too. Dude, what, dude, you know? Well, I was at a Husker Idaho Vandals game, and the dudes showed up, and it was like, it was going to be a bloodbath. And I was like, you guys are with us, man. Yeah. They fucking ripped it up all night. Let's go have a good time. Like, thanks for coming. Let's go. Here's our city. Right. Because I hope when I go to Idaho in my Husker shirt that you guys show me yours. Yes. Uh, I, it's just like, it's, I don't hate you enough because you cheer for that team where I got to no. be in your fucking face. But open your mouth for a stupid reason. I didn't say shit. Ask her. I mean, you can ask her how many times I've gotten into crazy screaming matches where I was just like, it's more like, honey, don't deal with them. Honey, don't deal with them. Honey, don't deal with them. And then it's, I've said this before, I pride myself on knowing more about your team than you know about your team. I just have that in me. And just know enough about what's going on. So then you just start roasting them about a thousand things, and then it's over, you know. And, but the running of your mouth to somebody over a sport that I don't know us, if I've ever gotten all of us will never be able to play, even at a fucking beyond men's league level. I don't know if I've ever gotten an argument or fight like provoked because a dude was cheering for another team. Right, <laughs> dude. At the yeah. end of the day. Win or lose, there's always the clapping as loud as you want in my face. Like, the dude, you know, the saying you're a piece, that's fine. You put me in a headlock. <laughs> you know what? At I the sit, bar. I sit in the student section in a Husker game, at a K-State game. I'm, I deserve to be berated, but rightfully so. Yeah. Hey, and, and all in good fun, like, you're going to give it but to me, I'm going to give it back. don't throw pizza or a beer on well, me. Just yell beers. at me. You know, but after the game, I'll buy you a beer. Like, that right. was awesome. Absolutely. One of the greatest times, me and my dad, I'm, I don't know if I've told this on the podcast, we went to Yankee Stadium for the three-game Cubs series. In the first game, uh, my uncles, had, I just got back from Iraq, so my uncles wanted to get me out there. and So we all went out there, me, my cousins, my dad. Anyway, we're walking to the stadium, and a couple Yankee fans walk by. Hey, man, thanks for coming to our city. Have fun at the game. I just hope you're not sitting in right. First guy. I'm looking at my ticket. I'm looking at my dad. I'm like, we're in right field. 200 yards later. Hey, guys, thanks thanks for coming. We're all in our Cub gear. Have fun at the game. Hope you're not sitting in right. And I'm like, that's the second guy, Dad. Yeah. Go out there. I think it probably you would be fucked as a Red Sox fan. Me. People were giving it. There was two guys that sat in front of us who were fucking assholes. The rest of the crowd was fucking awesome. Yeah. Awesome. You know, they were giving us shit, but it was all in good fun. Right. And the Yankees were fucking smoking. I saw Alex Rodriguez's first Grand Slam. Oh, and it was, but had a blast. Everyone was fucking awesome. We went out to the bars. Thanks for coming to the city. Fucking people buying beers. It was an absolute time. Best time. Right field bleachers. And it was probably because I wasn't a Red Sox fan. And, and, the, and the Yanks and were times, smoking them. I mean, times have changed because it isn't the, the, the rabid fan yeah. anymore. You know, it's not that guy that's, you know, can still buy a ticket for 26 bucks. It's hundreds. It's an investment of the day. Yeah. You know, that's like golf. It's like sometimes you don't, you, or you think that they give you the right to bitch as a golfer. You think you get the right to bitch because you've now invested in the day. It's not like going and playing in back East, you know, where $40, $45 gets yeah. you a car and it's at a fucking awesome yeah. place. 
you're investing a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. It's I mean, not $3 bleacher tickets and dollar beer night. Right. Exactly. So I think those times have changed. I remember going to the Bruins games back when I was, I mean, the things that our parents let us do. Train in for an hour and a half from the city as a 12-year-old to go sit and watch playoff Bruins hockey with another 12-year-old. We took the train in and $20 in our pocket to go in there and buy whatever. We had free tickets from his, uh, the owner of the restaurant he was a dishwasher at. Uh, would give us tickets. We'd roll in there, playoff hockey. And we're on, in the old garden, the first seat, oh, sorry, second row behind the loge, which there was kind of like a running track. There's the old pictures of bird running around it. It wasn't the way stadiums were built today. So you're still on top of shit, and you're in the madness. place was filled with cigarette smoke, tons of dudes smoking weed, beers everywhere, and two 12-year-olds. <laughs> Just, here, go take a 40-minute train ride. You made and it. it was awesome. Yeah. It made it awesome, and it also made you kind of not afraid of what to do today. Uh-oh. The wifey's leaving. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> what do you mean? So, yeah, it's just a different time. Um, kind of with that chirpingness that's going on. Uh, what do you think's going on with golf? Let's bring this back here. What is your feeling on the uh, Bryson and Brooksy thing? I Stupid. think it's good for golf. No. And I don't know if is it part of this PGA's new $40 million thing and let's create a little beef. Maybe, but it's entertaining. And how bad do you want them to be paired up at the U.S. Open? Yeah. Do you think it's okay that uh, the fans are going there today, you know, at Mirfield, and every time that Bryson hits a ball, they yell Brooksy, and Fair. he okay, it's okay for him to remove them from the no. the grounds. That's what's happening. If you go to an NBA game and you chant, "Let's go, fucking, let's go Celtics," in the or hey James Harden, you fucking suck. Are you getting removed. But if you wear a pre- but if you wear a Predators jersey to the front row of a Lightning game, you're gonna get the PD called on you. You want it's insane, and we I know that was on Chicklets and like you, or Panthers. The guy was yeah. wearing a Panthers jersey, His and that was a was. fan thing. Back not long ago, the Hawks were in the playoffs against the Nashville Predators, and my sister-in-law went to was in Nashville. Was like, I'll go to the game. You couldn't buy a ticket unless you had a Tennessee ID. You could not buy a ticket. If you were from Chicago, if you're from out of state, maybe even out of Nashville, couldn't remember, but I think definitely out of state, you are not allowed to purchase a ticket to the game. That is unbelievable. And because, like, to buy the ticket, and my brother might text me and I'm wrong, I'm 99% sure that to buy the ticket, she had to show proof of residency in Tennessee. So it's not unheard of. That's unreal. That is unreal. And my money is as yeah, good absolutely. as your money. And that creates, you know what? I probably understand what they're trying to do is make their job easier, work work smarter, not harder. Let's not go well, they break don't up want fights the, or whatever. The barn to be filled with Blackhawks fans. Yeah. And, you know, the old, and I'm sure it still happens now, but Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah. We call that Fenway South. Oh, Milwaukee Brewers. So Wrigley fucking, North. Yeah. There's so many New Englanders that go down there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You watch Cubs game out here against. The I feel like, but like Tampa Bay is similar to Phoenix, where everybody's almost a transplant. Yes. That's why when you go to a Bruins game, a Blackhawks game, 
any Canadian game, it's packed with the Calgary other Calgary games out here. I went yeah. to a Red Wings right. game once, and it was fucking packed with Red Wings fans. It's because we're all transplants. Yeah. Bruins games are the same. Way and I would too. I would assume Tampa's probably the same, where everybody's, mm-hmm. you know, it's like they just but ended still, up. Still, you're gonna, you're gonna, t- you're gonna call the PD on a dude and yeah. his kid, right. like a twelve year old kid. Lo- they changed it the next day. I know. But if you, right, you, you go back to golf, like tough shit, man. Dude, you're getting chirped. Like, so what? And and you're really gonna let that rattle you? Somebody calling you Brooksy? You can call me Danielle. I'll be fucking fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and fat, like and fat Matt. Yeah, yeah I've heard like, that a hundred times. Fine. Yeah, I'm still gonna shoot a 102. And yeah, and he should just he should be the player. How good would that be to be? You know, you see like the Trey Young yeah. get spit on. That's fucking ridiculous. Get spit on by those fucking pieces of shit New Yorkers. I can't believe 50 Cent didn't fucking kill that kid, dude. Because he spit. The dude that spit on Trey Young spit over Fiddy's Did he girlfriend. spit on him? Over his girlfriend. His girlfriend jumped out of the way. Spit right on her leg. Oh, shit. So spit over her and hit her leg. She jumped out of the way. How the hell does Fiddy... I wouldn't fuck with that dude. No. I mean, I I'm not saying I'd fuck with a lot of but dudes, like, but I'm just saying that. That dude? No way. This but is, who, it's almost, it, it plays into the stuffiness, the, the image of stuffiness of golf. You know what I mean? Let's or the get, front row NBA guy, because you don't get that knucklehead that can, you know, that's a tow truck driver that can yeah. afford a ticket anymore. Right. You know, those that ticket, I'm not talking about in, in the building. Just As that a Celtics player, don't you want that guy to just be in Katie's ear all day? Not spitting on in, him. In DeChambeau's, dude, if you're Brooks Kepa, you want that guy following. He may be paying that guy. Just, hey, here's here's 100 bucks. I want you to follow Bryson around and just keep calling him Brooksy. He's going to get fucking pissed. Yeah. Just and it's good for the game, yeah. I think. I agree. But I also am a WWE fan. Oh, yeah. Update. Oh, f- not now. Yeah. Old days. Yeah, for Update sure. Update on uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Mick Foley. Is that the A and E thing? Yeah. I heard those are fucking phenomenal. They're awesome. They're awesome. I heard Mick Macho Foley Man's is, is. I will take your. I mean, the guy was the sickest wrestler that I can remember. Cactus Jack, Socko, uh, Dude Love. Yeah. A uh, Mankind. Yeah. And. I mean, the, the sickest, the sickest shit he did and how his, how he is today and what he went through and how much he was a dad the entire time, a husband the entire time, a, I guess a, uh, what would you call it? I guess not a guy that's drinking 10% alcohol beers on a Friday afternoon in the sun. <laughs> he was heavy on keeping his education level up. He graduated from college. He was a novelist, I guess you call it, when you read a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, read all the time. Caught planes, like right after huge events, just to be home for the night with his kids and his family. Then bail again. Not a big muscle meathead, yeah. but the stories they talk about that he came up with and the shit that he would put his body through is wild, but was very in tuned and how it connected with the crowd, the brand, everything right. for him and for everybody else. You know, he took a dive, a monster dive. Um, he became a heel is what they call it. The guy that gets picked on by everybody. Yeah, right. You know, the bad guy changes storylines. 
He did that for the brand, not for himself. Mm -hmm. But immediately he saw that, oh, this will take care of me and my family if I do this. Yeah, right. You know, just wild. And the shit he did, unbelievable. Unbelievable. So everybody needs to heal, right? So Bryson, be a fucking heel. Own that. I think he kind of does. Brooks. Well, maybe not. Brooks, be the fucking I think he's the heel. you are. I think he's play, I think he plays into it. Brooks does. Yeah. Absolutely Brooks does. Bryson mm. doesn't like playing, I don't no. think. No. Um Brooks wants it to be that way. But he's still kind of acting. I mean, that eye roll thing in that video a couple weeks ago. I think he should have turned around and been like what are you going to play fucking third brace for the fucking Yankees? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. I mean, with his spikes clicking across the thing, you know, he should have said something. Like, if you're going to you're gonna ride this, then you're going to own up to being who you are and how you feel. Mm-hmm. It's not, and he kind of, he had the chance to not let his army or his crowd or his fans ride Bryce. And he had a chance to turn around and just, Pretty much call him out right there. Yeah. But he waited till he went by. Bryson fucking walked right through shit. Maybe Bryson's the one that's like, all right, son of a bitch. Let's see what you do now. I'll clickety-clack right across this fucking stage right in front of you. Here's your chance. Maybe Bryson should have turned around to him right there and said, nothing? You got nothing? <laughs> no, they. everybody waited till it all went away and then... Bryson and the reporter had their little giggly, giggly goo about him. No one said fucking word. I call you pussy. The pussification of America doesn't well, put asses It wasn't seats. supposed to be on TV. That got leaked. Well, you know what? Or maybe he thinks he's on it's TV. He can't on. turn around and bash the dude. I don't know. I think it's good for golf, though. Mm-hmm. We need a little, little situation. We need a situation where we don't need the BGA to squash it. Well, that's what they tried to do. I think they were pissed again. No, they did squash it. They pulled it off. Oh, yeah, you can't scrub it from the internet, didn't they? Yeah, they scrubbed it. That's ridiculous. And that's stupid. I think that's good for the game. I think that that brings... Dude, the wrestling was The wrestling fan is now into... not. I'm not saying this, but that guy that is on the edge, now he's, oh, shit, now we got a little something going on here. It's like the motocross kids. How many of them started picking up golf clubs when they were breaking legs? Because Ricky Fowler did it. Right. Thinking, oh, I can go flat brimmed, orange suit, cover my fucking bag and Red Bull shit. And if I can't ride my motorcycle, I can swing a golf club. All right, I'm in. You know, there was a big dynamic change, I think, of a lot of those things. Juice monkeys are probably fucking like these two assholes can play fucking golf. I'll juice out and do it. There's a couple of them out there today. There was one out there today that I thought he took a little bit too much gear and uh, on the Russian gas. Yeah, it was it was rough. And then when you see him buy, hey, I need golf balls. Yeah, you need a sleeve or two? Nah, what do you got? Uh, like, what's that box cost? Oh, and you want these, you know, the Pro Vs? No, 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 no. Like, those Next ones. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy, here we go. The guy hasn't wiped his ass properly in fucking years. <laughs> <laughs> it's right the dude that delivered me fuel the other day just a fucking oh, monster. monster yeah uh close this up we got a uh, hack attack coming up next week we got uh actually there's one as you're listening to it it will happen a couple days ago this one came in late it was uh but i still want to pump his wheels 
is uh, Don Davis up at Chaparral Pines in uh, the Rim Club up in Payson. They're up there right now playing Chaparral Pines. Me and Dan are way too committed to this podcast, so I bailed on it. Uh, but we got Monday coming up. By the time you listen to it, maybe you'll have heard it. We've got Dove Valley. Uh, Maddie Rush is hosting us all. And then we got the 500 Club after that. And then I don't think there's anything going on. Let me check the schedule real quick. Nope. And I was going to host. There's a note. The 5th and the 12th, right? I was going to host, but I will be in Texas. You're in Texarkana? Yep. What are we doing over there? Family vacay. Oh, nice. We're playing golf. Ooh. Right on the beach. Go- How many are going? Family? Like, you mean the gang yep. is? In-laws, uh, sister-in-law, brother-in-law, their kids. Oh. We're all getting a place on the beach. Going to nice. be playing some golf, hanging on the beach for a week. So I'll finally get away. On a real vacation, not next week. No, the week oh. of the, the. I was gonna do July fifth or the twelfth. Oh, okay, yeah. But I uh, that I'm gone like the sixth to the fourteenth or something, so I can't. So I need that break though. I need a real vacation to the beach, golf, relax. So it'll be good. Chase the kids around. Buzz around, chase the kids around. Nice. Crush some beers. We do that anyways. Do the beach stuff. Anything else you want to cover? No, I think we're at two hours. Uh, <laughs> we are. We've been here for a while. Probably went wild. Sorry about that. Hey. I don't know where I was going. That, that 10% Andy hit that. hard. Yeah. <laughs> that Jesus 10% Christ. is hitting hard. Yeah. This thing will get you. Destruction construction yeah. gets me to my brain. The Oso, boom dynamite. I'm taking one of those. The uh, we got little gushy. We got last week's royal bee. Oh Hills shit, Hills damn. Citra. We got the Hills del Citron. <laughs> we got the 903 pickle. <laughs> Grossest thing I've ever drank. That's good. Dan loved it. Later, everybody. Stay pissed. See you guys. Love you, mom and dad. Spread the word. Be a friend, tell a friend. Today's episode is brought to you by Par West Turf Services. Visit parwest.com for your golf course and home course needs from the replacement bunker rate grips to the golf cart key tags. Be sure to check out the app for all the up-to-date products. Par West Turf Services. God damn it, that was good too, and I fucked it up. Today's episode is brought to you by Par West Turf Services. Visit parwest.com for your golf course and home course needs from the replacement bunker rate grips to the golf cart key tags. Be sure to check out the app for all the up-to-date products. Par West Turf Services. Use promo code JINGWEEDS for free shipping on orders over $320. Fuck, it's Today's episode is brought to you by Par West Turf Services. Visit parwest.com for your golf course and home course needs from the replacement bunker. Today's episode is brought to you by Par West Turf Services. Visit parwest.com for your golf course and home course needs from the replacement bunker. Fuck me. Slow down. Jesus Christ. Shut up.